Semi Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in question. <laughs> Are there side effects or just diarrhea? My first guess is. Semi Semi Semi. Not like who's there, this guy. Lesser known somebodies. Welcome to Africa's eighth best podcast with me, Sami Arif. And today you can see I am in a lovely studio. Not only am I in a lovely studio, I have a very high profile guest. Today I have Dudazane Zuma. He is the son of former President Jacob Zuma. And basically my first question to you, Dudazane, welcome by the way. Thank you very much, Simi. Good to uh, be here. Thank you so why, much. Why eighth? Why are we on eighth? Uh, you see, the problem is that I gave that the slogan of the podcast when I first started. Oh. And then we went up to three and the brand was already built, so now I can't go back. <laughs> I can't now change it. I don't, know, I don't want to lose trust with my listeners, so I kept it at eight. Got you. But my first question to you is, after this interview, does the State of Capture Inquiry contact me, or do I contact them? What's the, what's the protocol? Because I'm, I want to speak to DCJ. No, I think it's simple. I mean, you're an Indian gentleman. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Surname is not Gupta, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> you, 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 you would know, you though. No. You would know. No one's going to call you. No one's going to call you. Say. Damn you it, say. bro. Because you know me, I watch State of Capture Inquiry yeah. every single day of my life. Okay. That is my thing. I can even tell you who my favorite guests are. I call them guests because they always keep on coming back. <laughs> my favorite guest was Mrs. Quinana. Hey, Mrs. Quinana was my favorite one. Mrs. Quinana, Brian Molefe. Okay. You know, people don't give Brian enough credit. No, they don't. I was being very sarcastic. But no, no, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I, being, I'm being serious. You're being serious? I'm being serious. Is Brian Malefe one of your favorite politicians? Can I tell you why he's, he's one of my favorite? As, yeah. as, a, as a, yeah. a professional. He's, he's been in the game for a long time. If you look I always at his call him South Africa's hardest worker. Can I tell I'm you why? I'm waiting for the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Malefe works hard to pay for his family's DSTV. I tell you that, man. Yo, no, yo, yo, the, yo. the reason I say that, uh, say that about Mr. Malefe is if you look at his track record, it speaks mm-hmm. for itself. You know, mm-hmm. People will want to boil it down to the past four or five years of what they believe happened. And if you look at his history in the PIC and how he's, he's really built the PIC mm-hmm. from where it was then to where it got to. As a matter of fact, um, the, the parastatals that he, he, he took control of, um, ESCOM and Transnet, I believe he did a fantastic job now. But don't you feel like that you meant to say that? No, no, not at all. The, I, think, I think there's a lot of things that Brian Malefe did where I'm just like, oh, that's a bit, that's a no, bit itchy. Look, we, we, all, we all make our, our mistakes. So if, we, if we look at the, the actual factuals, if you, if you compare... Can I tell you my, friend, my favorite uh, Brian Malefe quote was, I think it was by Benin Gubane, okay. when he was crying when Brian left ESCOM and he said... Brian is a good man. <laughs> and you could feel that he was being very honest when he said it. But every journalist in the room was like, ah, come on, my man, please. <laughs> and now, for me, it boils down to, 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 to facts. If you take snapshots of the time he was in and, and, and what he did with the team mm. he had to his predecessors and people that have come after him, I think it, it tells a story in itself. Okay, cool. That's a lovely little introduction before we get into the meat of things. Guys, I just want to let everybody know. That I'm interviewing this guy. I'm having a conversation with him. I'm not, yeah, we're chilling. chilling. I'm not, because sometimes, you know, I told a couple of friends that, hey, I'm going to do this interview with this gentleman. And they're just like, whoa, you got to watch out. Don't, don't clean him up. Don't, uh, don't sanitize him. Don't, you know, if he's done something wrong, you should tell him. I said, okay, you know what? People do things wrong all the time. I'm still going to converse with those people as well. You think I haven't spoken to criminals? Three well, quarters of my friends are not criminals. <laughs> One quarter of my friends are. <laughs> All I can say, Simi, to that is um, 
Unfortunately for you, you cannot sanitize me. I've been doing that on a daily basis, like oh, everybody yeah. else. And social distancing. <laughs> social Congratulations! Distancing. Wow. So uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not concerned. You know, we're here to have a conversation. Okay. I appreciate that you've taken the time to have me on your platform. I appreciate that you're here, and bro. I'm looking forward to whatever it is we need to speak. Okay, about. let me Let's go, go straight. I want to talk more about your childhood. Oh, I know no, that you're talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about your childhood. I know yes. you got a twin sister. I do. Yeah, it looks nothing like me. I know, mm. I know, dude, Zile. Okay. And um, not personally, I just know. She was on a, you and her on a cover of a U magazine. That's how I know. Mm. Or a picture in the U magazine. One of the two. But you guys were there. Because I'm a big fan of U magazine. So I'll tell you that right now. U magazine, if you do want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> there's a known somebody is brought to you by U magazine. Um, You're not shouting out Hayes Kunut? Oh, shout out Hayes Kunut. We'll translate into Afrikaans for you, my guys, up. please. So. Here's my first thing I want to ask. Yes, sir. Twin sister, are you guys telepathic? Uh, definitely not. Um, How do you know? I don't think we've ever been. Uh, we've been on on separate pages for the longest period. Do you think? Um, do you think you guys like? Are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? Hundred percent. I, I say she thinks otherwise, but uh, I think we, we definitely. You don't think not. sometimes it gets a feeling in her gut, and she's like, "Ah, dude, Zan is doing something stupid right now, man. Yo, why is it hurting my liver?" That's because I'm there poking a, <laughs> a stomach, saying, "I'm, I'm going in." So are you guys close? Um, not as close as as I'd like us to be, but I think it's, why is it's that? I think it's natural uh, evolution. It's progression. It's um, growing up. Uh, we all we all live mm. separate lives. I mean, mm. she's got her kids, she's got a family. She she's doing mm. her thing. I've got my kids. I've got my family. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing. Um, we're living in different parts of of the world, and mm-hmm. it's just evolution. That's just what it is. And but there's nothing up, nothing wrong with it. Because you've got you've got uh, quite a few brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, twenty. I mean, who's, I've lost who's, count. Who's yeah, counting? Who's I've, I've lost count. Let's let's see what happens this year. <laughs> let's see what happens. I don't want to speak ah, too who's soon. Who's counting? Someone might just correct me after you know, this like interview. Like one of your kids is sitting at home, then an uncle walks in and is like, "Yo, this is Uncle Thomas. I'm who's this you. one now?" You know, the interesting thing is the way the way it's always been broken to us, and it's mm. it's culturally it's an interesting thing. Mm. It's um it's not one of those things like, "Yo, Simi, come sit down, family. This is a situation. Mm. There's a newborn here." No, it's not. It's not that. No, just pitch up one. You're day. out there. You're in Kanja. Family gathering, whatever end of the year holiday, mm. and kids running around, and you're wondering um, who's who's who here, who's, who's little homie, is it, you know. And this is all in Encanda. Uh, most times, yeah. Okay, most here's times. my next question: yes. What are we using the fire pool for? Yo, all white pool parties. Uh, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> so all white pool parties. Wow. I'm just very, I'm very scared that a journalist takes that bit out of context, but they put me. They always, there. they always do. But I mean, they can I tell you my biggest fear of this podcast? I'll tell you my biggest fear. Go of this for podcast. it. Go for it. Me, I'm speaking to a guy that I've met. Yes, sir. Just now, literally, and I'm scared that some type of media publication takes a quote out of it, but then they go. On popular on popular podcast on popular comedians podcast, Sami Arif, he spoke. To, I was like, "Don't mention me. Whatever he said, use that. No, Leave me out." Of I'll this. be referencing. Yeah, I get any question, I'll be referencing. <laughs> don't me. I'm scared of the law. I've been arrested. I don't want that to what happen were you again. For? Hey, bro, do you know the comb in the streets? I'm, I'm listening, man. Choki. Okay. But the full name is Choki Metakoki. Okay. What happened was that I was staying in my flat. I used to stay in Kilani, and um, nice. We had a caretaker who was very racist. I'm going to say his name now because he's dead. Mike Kalk. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up fuck that guy. And uh, he called my dad a racial slur. And I got angry. And he ran just where the camera was. Called him the C word. 
coolie. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. And um, first it was a bit upsetting because half of my ancestry doesn't even come from India. Like my surname is Arif, which is an Arab name from Iraq and Iran, but it happened to go through India and come through to South Africa. So that's why I, I could never be a Gupta because, I mean, they legit Indian surname. Me, I'm just like Arif. <laughs> so he ran below the security com- uh, camera and then I put my hand up over there on his neck and they, next day the police were at my house and they arrested me. It was a jive though. Made friends in, I tell people I went to prison. They said it's jail. I said, I don't know the difference though. <laughs> but I tell people. You got incarcerated either way. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I applied to be a card carrying member of the ANC directly after. Like I got struggle <laughs> credentials now, my G. Who, who's beat? I've got to just beat Mandela, your dad. I got 27 years, 16 years. I just have to beat a couple of guys and I'm in the mix. Did you drop a mixtape? I wish, dog. Oh. <laughs> I wish, dog. I was already Muslim, so I couldn't even convert to Islam because that's a popular thing to do when you are in prison. Like, yo, I'm here now. What, what can I find to do? Ah, Islam. So yeah, so I've, I've been arrested. That would have been an explosive mixtape. I mean, dog, so I can't rap. See what I did right there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rap. But before we started this interview, I heard that you could rap. No, no, no. I enjoy, I enjoy rap. I enjoy a lot of genres of music. Rap is definitely one of them. But uh, you grew up listening to, uh, to Tupac and that. And stuff? Uh, I grew up listening to yeah, to because I mean, you grew up in Maputo. I I grew up in a lot of places. Yeah, uh, Maputo, Maputo, Zimbabwe, Zambia, and Impangeni. Yeah, Impangeni. So have you been to Malawi, dog? Um, That's the most beautiful country in africa i understand so i've got some some good homies that that live there that have moved there yeah um Do you know the hippopotamus in malawi vu vu yeah the shortest word ever for it's something so long in English. okay okay <laughs> yeah bro, okay so but uh, I'll, I'll definitely be taking malawi out ah, definitely maputo impangeni zimbabwe zambia yeah harare lusaka and you know that's just that's what it is mm. i've got a question i want to ask you though yeah. but it's about your dad it's got nothing to do with what's going around with him but the one thing I do miss when Jacob was president was that, hey, we had a fire time on the timeline on Twitter. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. We had gags. I mean, there was not a moment that would go by. It's because I don't, I want to use the word brazen, mm. but I mean, Cyril doesn't give us that type of thing. Even like his state of capture inquiry stuff. It was very boring. It was a lot of hype. Rather give me Brian Malefe round four. You know, give me the good stuff. But when, when Jay Ubaba was there doing the things, you know, he has a line. He said once in parliament, you come with me endos. I answer with me endos. With me endos. <laughs> right? Now, yeah. I, you're the closest person I know to him. Yeah. What's me endos? Um, I think me endos is people that like flame grilled chicken. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Nando's with some mayonnaise on. <laughs> Mayan- you are lying. You are lying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know what Nando's. I've never asked him. I saw the clip and I'm like, yo. Ah, you need you to ask your- the timer. <laughs> you need to be like, hey, my man, did you just make up a word here? I'd look the way you were speaking, the way you explained it. This is my assumption. Yeah. If I to, I haven't asked him. I won't yeah. lie. Is the way he made his head and, yeah. and hand move? It looked like a snake. I think he, I think it was meanders. So oh. speaking about you know a river meanders or road meanders, and if you're asking me and you're going round and round, you know, so I think that's what it was. Oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> and growing up, was he always around? Uh, growing up, he was always moving in meanders. <laughs> he was, with used to meander a lot. He was look. He was he was. It's interesting because he was there, but he was never there. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was doing his his liberation struggle thing, like many others were doing. Um, mm-hmm. It was a tough time. He had to watch his movements. Um, you know, he was doing. Did you have to learn to. about him from a distance. Um, 
Yeah. I think it's 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 the way the way that it happened is because he's this is this is this is what he he said to me. These, these mm. were his ground rules for for life to me at least. I don't mm. know anyone else. He gave me a few simple rules. Um, one, because his um, younger brother he passed away many years mm-hmm. ago. Babji was a professional boxer, and yeah. you know, and my, my my dad can go. He can go stick fight in boxing. Oh, he knows how to fight. Know, no, he knows. He's he's yeah. He's 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 a fighter. Um, and he said, whatever it is that you do, I never want you to to, to fight professionally. I, mean, I never want you just I never want to see you in a ring. I'm like, dude, that's before I even started having interest in in full mm. contact sports. Um, the second thing is he never wanted me to own or ride a motorcycle. Yeah, that's a very good rule. Is your dad a Muslim mother? Because that's <laughs> <laughs> literally every Muslim mother says, no, that's a, grave, that's a graveyard on wheels. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that was about. And the third and final rule is whatever it is that you do mm-hmm. in your life, do it. Feel free to express yourself and make sure you stay within the confines of the law. So to put it simply, oh, um, I've owned oh, oh. many motorcycles in my life. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, this guy. Come on. I've only given you three rules. Bro. I haven't. I haven't fought professionally, but yo, I, I'm. I'm right. I, can I go. have fought. Professionally. I can go. I can well, go. Well, semi-pro. And would, then the final thing is. Um, oh, so you give you four rules. No, no. The, the third one. I'm yeah. just expanding. The third one is, um, you know, stay within the confines of the law, and I've gotten myself into the pit. Yeah, bro. That was, that's what I was about to say. I was just like, yo, this guy is giving really bad advice. No, you said it was, it was, it was, it was good advice, but just advice that um, unfortunately didn't apply. To in me. fact, he, I think you heard wrong. You said stay in, stay in the confines of the law, but if something does happen, take it on review. <laughs> Always take it on review. If there's an opportunity to review it, click that button. We you are ready. To. That's that's you know that's that's our constitutional rights, man. Fight it till the hey, end. Hey, bro, I'm all for constitutional Exhaust rights. All but what happens when things evidence. are exhausted? Because our dad, I keep saying, is our dad, your father. Because <laughs> like just now, my father is in a, <laughs> my father's like, <laughs> on a Times Live article, <laughs> going, "Hey, yeah. Simi's father's involved in this thing." Okay, your dad now. Arguments were made recently in the constitutional court for two years imprisonment. Yeah, and there's no other court to go after that. Yeah, sure. That's the one. But I think if you look back as well, just the the, the remedial actions. I mean, they've mm. been adjusted. Specifically to to this case, which is always, or which is interesting to me. Mm. Um, secondly, is you know there's there there are two parallel options. Well, there are mm. two options, and they run parallel. The one is the state capture inquiry, mm-hmm. and I, the reason I'm speaking with authorities is because this, I've been in that position. Yeah, and then there's a judicial. Yeah, no, process. I, I watched your thing when it yeah. first came out. I was I, I wanted to be there. I couldn't. I'm going to give you honestly. I'm give you a six out of ten. I thought you were very cool there. Yep. But I mean, we could have added a bit more spice. I mean, I know, no you gave, sp- I know you gave DCJ Zondo a thumbs up when you were explaining <laughs> Gupta things, but I mean, come on. What did you want? What do you want? What do you want? Hey, from my man, when I want to respond, dog, when I want me, dog, when I watch the state capture things, I want juice. There's no juice. That's the thing. People are expecting fireworks. There'll be no hey, fireworks. Hey, Norma Gigaba hit us with a 10 out of 10. No, but my man, I skipped mosque. <laughs> I skipped mosque to watch her thing. People were praying. I was like, uh-uh. Norma Gigaba's on and her makeup and is melting. And you were fasting. You were having popcorn and a little splash. In the, in the, so, because she only started later on in the evening. So, ah, I could okay. replenish myself ah, okay, when no. she started. So, I gave you 6 out of 10. But continue. But what state. I'm saying is the State Capture Commission is not, a, is, is not, is not for the tabloidy type stuff. That's, that's serious business, you know. Of course. But anyways... Um, so there's the judicial process and there's mm-hmm. the state capture, the inquisitorial process. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at some point, my argument was because I appeared, I was asked to appear. And mm-hmm. initially I was like, look, I don't think I should because the, the, the basis of what the commission is, is 
to to come up with remedial actions and mm-hmm. um, to 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 give guidelines on how these matters should be taken forward, yeah. prosecutions, non-prosecutions, whatever it is. I was sitting within the context of a court case. I'd been charged and mm-hmm. I'd appeared before mm-hmm. um, at the Specialized Commercial Crimes Court. Yeah. And my question was, okay, I hear you have no problem coming to, but I'm coming to you. The only recommendation you can make is getting me to be charged and to, mm-hmm. to run. The, I'm, I'm already there. So I feel like I'm going Do back. you have a gangster name? Because I got choky. Choki, you, are you by any chance Cheeky's cousin? No, no, I'm not no. Cheeky. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, Choki, I'm my own Choki, brand. There's Choki, then there's Cheeky. Bro, I'm seen, my own the brand, videos. dog. Choki, right. these streets speak not, about Choki. You're not throwing anyone in the bush. No, dog, I'm that's, that's Cheeky Lumba. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, I remember Cheeky Lumba. That guy was a skirt. Yo, I'll never forget that video. If you guys are listening to this, right? Cheeky Lumba was a guy, was a Muslim cardboard gangster. Cardboard. You better pack it up, Choki. Ah, my man, I'm you fine. You better pack eh? it up. Me, I'm fine. I got, you, I got people in Lodium. They're going to ask me. I say, <laughs> Dog, yo. Me, I'm safe. I'm I got a backstop. Me, uh, I'm okay. You think this mouth comes free? You think I just roam I, street speaking? Okay. Uh-uh. Me, I got backstops. I, okay. I won't talk if I didn't have the backstop. I, if my backstop was in another country, I <laughs> you won't hear from me. But okay. Chiki Lamba once pulled up a guy because this guy was speaking to Chiki Lamba's girlfriend or fiance. But the guy that was speaking to her was... Her cousin. <laughs> and he kept on saying this. And in the car, he had a guy in the back who was a colored dude with a very racist name that they gave him. Bushy. Bushy, yeah. which is horribly, horribly racist. <laughs> and the guy in the passenger seat is a guy who's died now. His name was Zunet, uh, Ziyad Jannu. Ziyad Jannu. You have to say it like that. If you don't say it like that, he comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> so he was there. And I just remember them pulling out a gun. And I, and I remember the lines that killed, killed me. Chiki Lama said, I've got more money than you and your whole family put together. I put you and your father in my back pocket. That's right. <laughs> Which to this day, I don't know what. I've never heard it said before. And then Ziad Janu kept on saying, do you know who I am? I'm Ziad Janu. And then Bushy, out of all the characters, says, put him in the bush. Put him in the bush. Put him, put him, in, him, in, the put him in the bush. And I was like, guys, come on, man. I was like, yo, that was a bad week for Muslim people in, in general. In general, it wasn't funny. I hope none of your backstops are like that, like those gentlemen. I'm no, no, no. Otherwise, my, you got problems. My backstops, they laugh at my my gangster name. They laugh at my gangster name. Choke you with the coke. Yeah, because these guys have been gangsters for a long time and none of them have been arrested. They said, I've be, I've never been a gangster and I'm the first person in their crew. All right. Confessional, are, confessional, a mixtape that we are putting together here. <laughs> uh, continue, please. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> my, my thing was yeah. just like, so... Do you have do you have a nickname like your dad does? He's Mshalozi. Um Mshalozi is not his nickname actually. Okay, um, it's, it's his. Um, it's a it's, it's a clan name. Clan name. Clan so name. the way yes, that it yes, works yes, is yes. it's known as a Stagazelo, which is a clan name, and mm-hmm. the way you get your clan names they based on your ancestors. Mm. So Mshalozi would have been a great grand mm. father, name, yeah. brother, whatever. So, so there you many. Have one. I I get I get called the same clan names, but from oh, my so side, yeah. yeah. So Mshalozi. Um, a Puma Peter. I want to be called Samara. Samara Lala. You want to be? I don't. I, I don't have. I don't have a gangster name. I don't have. Oh, a you don't have a gangster. Yeah, but I mean, if you have, if you like, if you're rolling through and they're like, ah, oh, there's Mshilozi over there. That's a sick gangster name, dog. That's a cool name to have. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, there's Mshilozi. Me, I wanted to be called Zahara. Zahara. Um, that name's taken. Chief. I know, dog. But she hasn't done anything in a long time. Because, <laughs> like, you know how Mshilozi got Mshiniwam. I'll have Loliwe. Okay. Which I recently learned the, what the lyrics mean. If you guys don't know, Zahara is a popular singer. Yes, great. And this is for all our overseas listeners. All the people in Brazil and <laughs> R- 
Russia, anybody that's part of the BRICS movement, you know, anybody of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Yes, sir. This is for you. Sahara had a major hit song called Loliwe. And for years, I used to think it was Zulu for lol. For years, <laughs> I, used to, I was horrible. And then I realized it's a train. And she's calling a train. And then the way she sings it, because she'd be like, Loliwe. I was like, train, dudula. Loli we wahi train do do la. I was like, nah, man. Okay, I want to go to my Hollywood next question because I want to yes. get all the tough stuff out the way, so people don't come to me on the Twitter streets one day and be like, oh yeah, you didn't ask me any hard questions. Easy, okay, cool. Soft thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I, you know, the thing is, wrong guy. I'm a comedian. You ask, you literally <laughs> asking the wrong guy. Literally, call up your favorite journalist and say, yo, get a hold of this guy. Me, you asking the wrong guy. I tell jokes. So here's my thing. Gupta Brothers, have you been to the compound? What compound? I mean, their house, sexy yes. world, man. Can you just get it right. It's a house. It's a house like Oh, it's big, my man. Let me tell you something. When brown people live in a big plot like that, it's called a compound. I know what Osama Bin Laden lived in. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it with my eyes. They didn't, they didn't call it Osama Bin Laden's house. I've seen it with my eyes. They didn't call it his house. They, when, the, when the Navy SEALs, when the Marines got over there, they didn't say, oh, yeah, we're going to visit this guy's house. They call it the compound. My man, let me tell I've got a story about the Guptas, right? One of my friends stays on that same road as them. Okay. And just before the wedding, the one where they got people to land at Vatikluf. Allegedly. Yeah. Alleg- they did land at Vatikluf. <laughs> you can't say allegedly. You can't say allegedly. They did land. We've got photos. And now you're pulling out the Zuma card from nowhere, my man. You can't hit us with the Zuma tactic. We know. To, I'm going to have to review what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So here's my thing, right? Yeah. They're inviting people to the wedding, people from the street. Of course... Must be one of the Gupta ladies because when it's like Diwali and stuff, they always used to send like sweetmeats and stuff. And my friend that was staying over there got invited to the wedding and they gave out an iPad as the invitation. The invitation was on the iPad. Do you know how baller that is? That's why the other day, you know, I got so upset. I got upset at AJ Gupta. I got so upset with him. When Norma Gigaba was the state of capture inquiry, he's talking about her wedding, right? Yes. And she said, that no, AJ paid for their honeymoon. I got so upset. You know who I felt for? The guy that bought the toaster off the wedding registry. He went to the wedding registry, he bought the smeg toaster, <laughs> and then he gets swooped in. <laughs> swooped in by someone getting a honeymoon. I'll be livid. My man, I'll be swearing so much. If I'm eating the dalgos over there, and someone says, <laughs> oh, you know what AJ did? He got the honeymoon. He'd be like, what? <laughs> I got a Kenwood toaster. I'll be so <laughs> upset, dog. See, my, my question to you is... Oh, I love, I love it when the guests ask questions. No, no, it's just... It's, 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 I get asked about the Gupta brothers mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And about um, Jay-Z, mm. you know. Not you can call him, no, you can call him Dad. <laughs> you can call him Dad. It's okay. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I always get asked these questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always wonder why. Yeah. Because I feel like we're past that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's our first engagement, so I'm not taking away mm-hmm. from the fact that you haven't had the opportunity to, to mm. ask me, but I feel like there's, there's great well, things. Well, I can tell you why people, people ask yeah. you. I mean, it's clearly obvious. I mean, other, like you talk about the commission and stuff, but yeah. they go, okay, these are their dealings and who are the people dealing around with them? Yeah. And your name comes up. So when people ask you, I mean, I know I've just met you, yes. right? So I'm asking you more in a jokey, jokey sense, but I'm, so, I'm sure legitimate sources. Yeah, sure, sure. I know that they asked you at, at the inquiry. Yeah. So I mean, like, I, it's not a question that, 
It may irritate you at some no, point. No, 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 not at all. No, no. I'm saying that yeah. if, let's say, if I was rolling in your circles all the time, and then every day when I saw you, you'd be like, yo, can you tell me about, you know, then you'd be like, my guy, you my friend, I'm your friend. Why? But I can understand why people ask no. you. No, no, that's it. Look, it's definitely an FAQ, and mm. I have no problem ans- answering mm. that question or being asked it. That's so back to my question. Yes. Have you been inside the house slash compound? I've been inside the house, okay. of course. Please. In the building. Use detail, because... <laughs> No one knows what this house looks like, guys. We've heard about the house. We've called the different names. I just want to know, tell me what color. Are there tiles there? Is there wallpaper? It is. It is. It's like any other house. It's any like any other house in the street. You've been, you got a home. I've got my home, dog, but I got no, parquet like, flooring. I can tell you my house got parquet <laughs> flooring, cream walls. It's got a veranda door that's skew. It's got a kitchen island. <laughs> I can tell you all these. That's the details that I want. I was like, okay, you drive in. You know that famous gate that they got over there? The one that all the people, when they protest, because, you know, one day the, the residents of Saxon World, just specifically Saxon World, got very upset. They're like, yo, we're going to show, we're going to show these Guptas. We're going to show them why we're upset with them and they came with their, you know, the thing is when white people protest, they suck at it. <laughs> I will be honest, they suck at protests. Like, there's no songs, nothing. I've been to a DA protest where they're singing Kumbaya. So I, I disagree with that. There's three old ladies, the golden Oh, you, oh, oh yeah. Come on, they were singing that. <laughs> and, and then your dad made fun of them. <laughs> Imagine, being singing. Laughed. Imagine being laughed at by the former president of the country. Yo, the embarrassment I would feel. Zoom, I must go. And they had their own thing. But they, had see, a, they had a move. But I'm they, saying this, that... That's, you know? Compared to other people's struggle songs, that's shit. You know, people like when I was, because I grew up in Durban. Yeah. And like you'd, when they used to like do student protests, like you'd hear guys sing songs like, You know, like, it's like any person in a South African protest that like came from Durban could easily be in Boys to Men. <laughs> easily. They knew everything. But I'm saying so the outside, we've only ever seen outside, we've seen that gate of, of the house, of the Gupta residence, as they call it. You've been inside. So now many you get times, in your car. Yeah. Hey, Kulega, we're getting there yeah, now. So you park your car. Do you also come with a CPO? I just recently found out that the CPO means the bodyguard. Do you have a CPO? <laughs> I'm, I'm out here. Did you see any CPO? No, you didn't see uh, it. That's right. exactly it. Okay, so you came by yourself. I'll tell your listeners. Yeah, bro. No, okay. Dudu today came to the studio to meet me. No entourage. No fanfare. Tell them, though. Had a mask on because he's socially distancing and observing COVID protocols. Yes, sir. And you see, and you know, we're recording in the studio and we've got a glass window and people are looking inside to see who it is. And every single person I can see, I look at my eye going, hey, that's, that's our guy because you are a popular person. But back to the house. Let's so you go. go over there, you park, you get inside. Is there a foyer? Like most houses, yes. Hey, no, See, I'm don't say most on. houses, dog. Most houses don't it's have foyers, dog. House. It's a house. It's on the street. It's built like me. It's got a kitchen. It's yeah. got it's got rooms. It's got furniture. And it's when they, when you get in over there, is there someone be like, hey, what up, Dudu? What up, Dudu Zane? How's it? <laughs> or and then or do the Guptas come and be like, yo, Dudu Zane, how are you? Do you shake the hand? Do you kiss the ring? What's the what's the protocol on that thing? No, those those are those are those are my brothers, man. We we chilled. We I know because so. the famous quote that you said about um, Tony, yeah. Which, to be honest, out of all the Guptas, it's like, you didn't choose Ronan Keating from the boy zone. You chose the other, other, other guy. He's <laughs> like, it's just, it's just Tony. He's <laughs> like, you didn't even have a cool name. It's like, all of it, like, AJ Atul Tony. <laughs> like, Tony Montana. Tony. <laughs> so you go, so me? Tony would be there, and he'd be like, yo, what up, dude, is on, and you want to come chill by the pool? Then would you go chill by the pool? 
You're got, just saying it's a house. I've got, I've got, I have my own pool. What am I? I don't just sit. Yeah, dog. I want to know. Look I want to know when you look get... like I need a tan. No, dog. <laughs> no. So what would I be doing sitting by the pool on a random Wednesday afternoon? No, dog. I just want. You see, for me as an artist, as a comedian, yes, sir. The thing that I love when I listen to people is their stories, because mm. in the story is the detail for me, and I could care less what judgment people pass on people's stories. I dig stories. True. So, from yeah. my side, yeah, and from I, side. I, I respect it and I appreciate it. The stories that I tell, I yeah. can only tell from my perspective as yeah. I experience them that it's, it's yeah. my intellectual property. Yes. I can't speak about someone else's. I don't know yeah. whether they want to keep this stuff private or not. Yeah, of course. They'll speak on it. Now I'm out there giving away. Yeah. It's a security risk or whatever it is. Not just I, They're not even here, dog. Don't worry. There's no security <laughs> risk. I'm just now just them and anyone Even else. the guy that works over there. You know, that's why I give my leftover food. Because every single time I drive past and my car always makes the same sound when I drive on that speed bump. Ding, ding, ding. And one day I had to pull over. Then the guy said, do you have business here? And I was like, at an empty house? No, dog. He's like, do you have any food? I said, yeah, I've got leftovers. It's a true story. Dude. True story. Uh, true story. I used to have a girlfriend that used to stay just down the road. You might just get someone fired. Yeah, hey, dog, No one. Get, this podcast isn't big enough to get someone fired, my G. <laughs> no one's listening. No, the 30 people that are listening right now, part of the BRICS nations, congratulations. Yeah, dog. So I'm just, because I get fascinated by those type of things. I really, no, I honestly. So I'm a big fan of having politics. Yes. I, I think so. uh, Thank you. I, I put a lot of time into it. Not a lot of people have watched as much State of Capture Inquiry and J.J. Tebane <laughs> as I have. Yo, yo, it's bad. bad. <laughs> it's bad. I heard him say a line last, a few weeks ago that absolutely killed me where he said, he said people are getting the vaccine. He said people are dying young. He said uh, Martin Luther King, 38, Jesus Christ himself, 33, <laughs> 70 and 8-year-olds. What are you doing here? <laughs> It kills me. So I'm saying that I love, I love details. Mm. And it's not often I get a guest of your caliber, at least, where I can ask the details. No, no. So let's I'm, take it back. Childhood. Okay. Let's start there. Okay, right. childhood. Let me explain. Tell you. me, uh, well, let's be specific in your childhood. You don't have to tell me about growing up because I've heard other people's interviews with you. I know where you've grown up, but I want to know how do you think your childhood has affected you as an adult today? No, oh, that's a great question. Um, Thanks, bro. It's definitely, it's set me up to understand what the world is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's you've traveled i mean uh it's it's traveling expanding your horizons experiencing and then and and having a global outlook Mm -hmm. as part of being a south african a young south african Mm -hmm. it changes your whole perspective on how things are done what should be done Mm -hmm. what's right what's wrong because we have we have certain barometers and 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 um yardsticks to measure from and unfortunately for a lot of people that don't have the opportunity to travel for various reasons they get stuck in this Mm -hmm. uh, in the rut of thinking they know what is right, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually not the case. And that even speaks mm-hmm. to our politics mm-hmm. um, of where it is today, where people make certain decisions, um, people have certain conversations, mm-hmm. and they really don't understand how the world really works mm-hmm. um, and the consequences of what is said and when it's said. So growing up outside of South Africa, the interesting thing is, it's got an, I'll, I'll break it down if you give me I'll, a few minutes. We were not rushing to an ad break here, my dog. Minutes, yeah. This episode is probably brought to you by. Yo, we've got all the time in the world. Cool. Um, so, born in Mozambique, and mm-hmm. I remember my childhood very clearly. Uh, went to what is called an Isilize International School. So, it's the first experience of mine of the global community. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, 
that was in, in the context of Maputo, you know, people that yeah. haven't been beautiful country. Um, unfortunately, and in the context of apartheid, is where yeah. a lot of our struggle icons had settled Correct. down. Yeah, it's unfortunate what's happening now with the insurgency, but yeah. um, you know, those are problems that will be rectified. International school is the first time I ex- experience people from other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, Portuguese was my first language, um, so you're experiencing people from well, Norwegian people, Danish. Mm-hmm say from Norway, from Denmark, mm-hmm. um, from Malawi, mm-hmm. Kenya. And we were the only South African kids there. Mm. You know, and the strange thing is as much as we were very young kids, everyone else in the school looked at us and like, yo, those are the South African kids. Mm. You know, and purely because of what was happening in South Africa from yeah. um that, that that time in history. And I remember my love for, for motorcycles actually developed at that school, playing soccer on the open field. Hey, listen to your father, my man. Stop loving no, motorcycles. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, so they're great, Joe. Hey, they're, they're great. great. Your dad, they're he's going to have one. <laughs> Liberating. It's, it's freedom in action, in movement. So I see the big homies rolling through. On that time, it was scooters. Mm. And, you know, they had the girls on the back. You know, I was like, ah. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, it's very James Deanish. Yeah, that was yeah. I was like, yo, that's that's what's up, and that's the first time I I, I actually I, I don't know, just it just it just called me like, yo, that's mm. that's cool. Um, so the international community from a young age, I mean, meeting kids from Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, I mean, it's a whole melting pot of, of 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 kids. That's that was my first takeaway on mm-hmm. on how the world is. Mm-hmm. Um, Grew up in the streets, ran around. How oh, the streets? The streets, man. The, the streets, streets are calling, Maji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a, a very good upbringing. It was a very simple upbringing. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that exist in the business sector now and political sector. Yeah. That I grew up under, who are big names now. Um, names like Rob Davies, who was a former mm. minister of DTI. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but I mean, grew up in his house with his kids, Joey. Um, I remember he used, to, he used to ride a motorbike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think did. that's the problem yeah, with all of your friends so far, on, bro. I think Davies. the easiest way to get to do this <laughs> on Zuma is to get him a motorbike. <laughs> like, to be honest, so much easier. <laughs> It'd be like, yo, hey, I've got a plan. I need to get to designer to fund something. How are you going to do that? My guy, I own a Harley Davidson and he loves motorbikes. All I'm saying is... Los pistoleros. Look at I'm that. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you got me too. Okay, Marcos. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know. So you reckon so, all of that that type of stuff shaped your most adulthood? definitely. It, it most definitely did because the first time I experienced racism mm-hmm. was when we came into South Africa. Living yeah. in Zimbabwe, living in, in, in Zambia. That's was, a very true thing that you say though. It was it was it was very it was like, yo, they were advanced at the time. Advanced in 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 uh, the human interaction dynamic, mm-hmm. um, emotional EQ, everything. And we, when I got to South Africa, the first time I heard racial slurs. Mm. Yeah, but that's because I mean, the part that it was institutionalized. Yeah, which is which is cool. It was just, it was it was a system that existed. Mm. But I mean, as a young kid, you don't understand it, and it's like it's there. It's 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 you can see it. It's structured, and it's like okay. And when I say everyone was cool with it, not that they were accepting it, but it was like. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it was I got part a, of a short story to say about that. Yeah. I used to love, cr- cr- I was a big cricket player when I was a kid. No way. Love, yeah, bro. As an Indian guy? Oh, oh shut up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have thought, but anyway, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, they used to call me Hashim Amla of Westville Boys. That's, <laughs> you know, the Anil Kumble of Kazulu Natal. <laughs> so, I used to dig playing cricket. Okay. And, 
This is actually, I'll actually fucking mention him. There's a guy called Robbie Frylinky. Yo, you are there. snitching on Bro. your landlord now. Who, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll with not my, my caretaker. <laughs> caretaker. Fuck that guy, Mike, Mike Kalk. <laughs> fuck that guy. Hashtag fuck Mike Kalk. <laughs> He's dead now. I've never been happier. <laughs> I'm lo- honest to God, someone told me Ooh. I was at my favorite coffee shop mm. and someone said, yo, do you hear that Mike died? I was like, Mike who? Like, Mike Kalk. I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a God. There's a God. So, well, I should actually be, shouldn't be saying this because the guy that's recording this podcast, maybe he's related to Mike. Marco, if you're there, <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Mike is a cool guy. So um, I was playing cricket and Robbie Freilink had dropped me down from the B team to the G team. Only because he got insulted by one of the things that I said. And this is what happened. I was sick one day. My mother wrote a doctor's note for me because she's a doctor. <laughs> you know, had them on hand. I was nice enough to ask her to write it. You know, I didn't do the writing myself. And um, he said, who wrote this? So I said, my mother. And he said, yo, your mother has bad handwriting. I was like, okay. But she wrote it. He's like, yeah, what was your mother smoking? I said, dog, my mother's a medical doctor and you're a post-matric. Calm down. And like the other kids laughed. So he dropped me from the B team to the G team. And then when he used to do the coaching of the G team, he used to make me bat last, never bowl. And, you know, as a brown kid, you go back home, you tell your parents, and the first thing they tell you is like, yo, we're just happy to be at these schools. It's a Model C school. So just study hard. So you lose that thing. Go ahead a decade. One of my friend's brothers has the same similar problem. And his dad goes to the school to speak to the teachers. And I was like, I don't know that was an option. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, some of those things are institutional. Like, you know, he went there and he said, yo, this white coach is making my brown son not play this game. And it's affecting him mentally. What are you doing about it? And they fired the guy. I didn't have that option. I didn't even know the option. The option probably existed. But I, didn't, I know that my parents didn't mm-hmm. need to know about that type of institutionalization. <clears throat> well, institutionalization, yeah. So, yeah. So, I understand what you're saying about that. Uh, the only, my only takeaway from that's a great story. Mm-hmm. My only takeaway from you and the other gentleman you, you mentioned that took his mm-hmm. father to speak to. You guys are untalented cricket players. I think wow, dog. That's, what an asshole. <laughs> that's my takeaway from your story. That's my takeaway. Bro, it's I was okay. like, what an asshole. <laughs> you guys okay. just said I'm a horrible off spinner. <laughs> uh, bro, I used to bat five and bowl off spinner. Hey, you could not beat me. Me, I was bowling Dusras way before other people. I was flicking that, giving that ball air. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Okay, cool. So now that's your childhood done. Cool. Now you're back home in South Africa yes. currently. I listened to a lot of the interviews that you have, and you always talk about that you're a, you went into business and your father went into politics, of course. Um, but do you, remember a t- do you remember a time or do you have a memory attached to a time where you realize that you come from a political family? And this is a, this is a leading question sure. into your political aspirations. Cool. Um, I do. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting because the very same childhood, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of political activism happening I mean, just not just in South Africa, but elsewhere with mm. the different cells that existed for whoever, ANC, SACP, mm-hmm. um, UDF at the time, mm-hmm. um, and other movements. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something called the Young Pioneers, mm-hmm. which I was a part of, and it doesn't exist anymore. And what it was, it was the Boys and Girl Scouts of the ANC. That's what it was. Oh, the Young Pioneers. The young Pioneers. What a cool name. <laughs> Who gave the name, though? Because, uh, you know, we like, oh, we remember when Cecil had a soccer team, we called them Amaklu Glu. And you're like, oh, come on, man. The, pioneer, the young pioneers is what we needed. Pioneers. It must have, I don't know, it must have been. 
You guys must have been sitting in Robin Island like, yo, man. <laughs> yo, we, yo, we need a name. We need someone, a name. someone get a paper. From who? Katrada. He's writing all the time. <laughs> He's writing all the time about his reflections. Ask him for some pen and paper there, doc. <laughs> you have to put young because you're Yeah, you put the young, pi- young pioneers. Yeah, send it. Send it through. Okay, yeah. So, so you're part of the young pioneers. The young pioneers. So literally Boy Scouts, um, khaki uniform and like the scarves and mm-hmm. seekers. So it was, it was us being introduced to, to, to what politics was. Mm. But... The soft stuff. Mm. And then there was a lot of... Um, so at that time, it was VCRs and VHSs. So the political schooling was mm-hmm. done in that, in that, in that manner. So yeah. you're sitting there. We wanted to watch eh, Mickey Mouse eh, or Michael Jackson videos. But there's times where we yeah. watch these... Like, these videotapes. Yeah. Like, no, you're going to have to watch some videos now. Oh, you know, this, this, this <laughs> is what's happening. Bring out the ANC video. <laughs> your long weekend bus shit at your house. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, but we, yeah. we, we did have a VCR though, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you watch these tapes and that's where you start seeing these faces. Um, guys like um, the, the, the Chris Honeys, mm-hmm. um, Black Consciousness, guys like the Nelson Mandela's, mm-hmm. guys like the Joe Slovos, mm-hmm. um, the Jay Naidu's, mm-hmm. um, and, um, man, I even saw Trevor Manuel out there, you know? Yeah. Um, and Alan Pusak. You know how crazy one night, I think, I don't think your father was president thing. I think it was Nelson Mandela was president. Um, Tom and Becky was deputy president, but they were both outside the country and Trevor Manuel was minister of finance. And that yeah. means for, at least a good 24 hours, he was president of the country. Sure. And let me tell you, the whole of the Western Cape celebrated that day. <laughs> in the, it's, it's called Independence Day there down in Cape Town. It's June 26th. <laughs> it's celebrated once a year. <laughs> yeah, but continue, continue. <laughs> so, um, and I used to see his face in some of these, mm. but it was always the background. Yeah, but what do they teach you in the videos? No, it was just, so it, was, it, was, it was rallies, it was yeah. messaging, it was... Um, police brutality. Yeah. It was um, the, um, the, the the right to freedom. So it was on Winnie Mandela. So it was listening mm. to speeches, but like it was footage that was was captured, mm. and you know the, the footage of of, yeah. of the seventy six generation type stuff, kids being shambocked yeah. and rubber bullets and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you know the, the the scary part is you you tune into the news every once in a while. You feel like mm. you're living back then because it's still happening now. You know, yeah, it's, it's exactly. a crazy thing, which which says a lot. I mean, but here's a question I have for you, right? Yeah. Because when we speak about your political aspirations, I call them aspirations because I actually can't find a quote where you outwardly say, I want to be president of the country. It's always the question put to you and uh, you always say, yeah, I'm the ANC chooses, yeah, chooses to deploy yes, me. Which, yes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly that. <laughs> so here's my question, right? Yes, sir. This cloud of suspicion growing up in the ANC, seeing what the ANC was back then and what the ANC is now. And under the assumption that you want to make your political movements inside the ANC, right? And knowing the stigma that comes with your surname currently, <clears throat> how? How do you plan? Because you, you often talk about in your interviews that you want to unite the youth, the country. South Africa is the most unequal country in the world. Correct. How? It sounds it. like words. That's to be honest. Sure. To be honest, it sounds like words. It sounds like political rhetoric. Yeah. So it's it's, it's definitely not rhetoric because I'm not a political rhetoric guy. I'm not the guy that pushes narratives and, and that sort of thing. So the way I look at it is, mm-hmm. I walk a certain line, and my line has always been unification, bringing people together. And it's not even just racially; it's just different sects, different mm-hmm. kinds of people. That's what I've done. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
That's what I've done my whole life. So I'm saying, if we can't do it within our own circles, now we've got our homies that are white guys, whether it's mm-hmm. Jewish, whether it's Anglo-Saxon, whether it's mm-hmm. Afrikaans, our Indian guys, Muslim, mm-hmm. Hindu, Tamil, um, black guys from different cultural and traditional backgrounds, Venda, mm. um, Pedi, Tsonga, mm. whatever it is. If we can't get that right within our own circles and yeah. showcase it to say, guys, if we don't have issues with each other and we've been able to coexist socially, we've been, we've been able to coexist um, um, commercially, why can't we get it right on, on the larger scale? So now the, the issue that I have and why I've decided to say, you know what, let me, let me, let me stick my hand up. And there's no cloud over my head. There's no cloud of suspicion. There's been also... But surely your surname is associated with a cloud of suspicion. That's the reason why, because if you look at anything... I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. Yeah, sure. Not your advocate. I'm sure he charges a lot more. I'm playing the devil's advocate who's got me at a cheap premium, <laughs> like legal-wise, you know, clientele. That's what I'm... Desmond Dubé is about to appear. If I saw Desmond Dubé in the courtroom and I've got a charge, I'd say, put me in jail. Please, that guy cannot help me. So here's my thing. Shout out you to say Desmond all Dubé. Shout out Desmond Dubé. So you, got, you say all of these things and this, it sounds... It sounds very PRE. No, not at all. Because now it know, does, bro. You're talking about unification right, in a so, country that has so what, 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 mass inequality. So what what you need to understand, and what what uh, the listeners need to understand is, and this is why I've I've, I've veered away from a lot of engagements, just mm-hmm. like platforms, and and I appreciate that that, that that we're doing this, but I don't want to be that guy that's known for talking. Mm-hmm. So you'll see a lot of times I've always shied away from podiums and all sorts of stuff because I don't believe that's where the action is. Mm-hmm. We are people that are doers. We are doers. Mm-hmm. That's how we've lived our lives. Even in our business um, um, trajectory, we've done things. How mm-hmm. people see it, how they view it, their questions, and that's that's beyond my control. But listen, but specifically with regards getting to, to the political to the, aspirations, right, getting to the surname, yeah, right? and and because that's because that's the sure. biggest issue. If your surname was something else, and you were but some my strange is, son, sure. But not, if if you look at it, then you know we we have to be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm honest with myself. The, the Zuma surname has got its positives, it's got its negatives. Of course. Right. So there's, 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 there's places where people raise an eyebrow like, oh, and there's other places like, yo, what's yeah. up? Good to meet no, you. No, I've, let's, let's do I've met your dad a few times. Yeah. And he's the most charming person I've ever met. I've got a story. I had a friend at university when I studied in Cousin Natal. Mm. Guy hated your dad, bro. Talking about hate. This is like... I think your dad's uh, rape trial was on at the time. Okay, that's why. Yeah, well, which is a thing that I also get upset when people talk about it because I'm saying it's also acquitted. So it's, you know, when people go like, oh, he's a rapist. But I'm just like, yo, okay, I believe in the law. So whatever the law says, I have to follow. There's a guy that hated your dad. Hated him, bro. Okay, we heard you the yeah, first time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, but I'm saying, I'm trying yeah, to paint the picture to the listeners. The guy don't like him. And I said, you've never met this guy. Sure. I was doing a gig. I started stand up and I had a gig. It was a gateway. And I actually came too early to the gig. A whole day early. Me and okay. my friend used to roll around with me. Right. And the, um, no they were having an impet- yeah, no, yeah. no, no sexual impetus. No, no, no. no, no, no. I just came. You just came to it. No, no, no. Just, came just like clear that up. Yeah, people, are early, right? people are listening. And it, actually, there was an ANC function over there. And now I'm going to bring you this lovely piece of information. My uncle is Shabir Sheikh. Right? And for lack of a better idiom, <laughs> my uncle Shubs and your dad were thick as thieves. You know that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, look how history repeats itself. Straight up. But I'm just trying to get my ducks in a row first because if I do something wrong, I'm hoping for a presidential pardon <laughs> one day. So I meet, my friend meets him. Okay. I say, oh my gosh, that's, that's Jacob Zuma. 
and he speaks to us must be for about 18 minutes. And I can honest to God tell you, my friend, when we got back into my car, I was just like, I can't believe I said so many bad things about this man. It's charming. And you have that. I've seen you have it. I've seen you walk through streets and people take photos with you. I've seen it. I've seen challenges where people go like, ah, it's the do designer challenge. You have that fanfare. But back to political aspirations. You have Zuma. You have the surname Zuma. You have what they, the media call the Zuma nine years. You have all of these things. People, we've got a whole state of capture inquiry. You've got your, for lack of a, for lack of better wording, people saying that your dad runs away from the law, and they take that feeling and they place it on you, yep. and then you come and tell me about unification. No. There's no unification inside the ANC no, currently. But, but let me let me let me put it this way. Once again, I I, I cannot speak on behalf mm. of my father. I'm not of a sportsman. Um, I do love him. I do respect yeah. him, and I'll always support him. And if he is looking for one, please tell him my contact details. I'm available. I can twist anything. I'm, I'm very good at speaking. Looking for one? What? I think you say I'm one looking wife. for a spokesperson. Oh, doc. Okay, spokesperson, not wife. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no. me here. Though. I am <laughs> looking for a wife, though. If any of you guys are listening, girls out there are listening, please holler at your boy. I'm 33 now. <laughs> So there's, there's, there's a discussion of legacy. Okay, you're coming in and you are springboarding off a surname. On the other mm-hmm. hand, it's um, how are you going to do it with this cloud that exists that's mm-hmm. going to negate whatever it is that you're trying to do in life. And I'm saying, for me, it's, it's a simple thing. I'm walking that journey. What people say and do, is, it's beyond my control. Mm. So now, you can't change their view. I can't change point, their view. But would you like to change their point of view? The ones that, that, that have the, the interest in changing their view, they will change it. Mm-hmm. They absolutely, they will. And this is okay. what I'm saying. And then they'll get to know me, they'll get to understand me. So getting, uh, there's a one specific point you made on um, the way that the legal challenge, challenges have come, the court mm. cases, state capturing inquiry, him, what do they call it, taking the, the what do they call it, the Stalingrad approach. Yeah, or Stalingrad whatever. approach. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that. I don't know why people are talking about That's exactly my point. That's, have, a, that's exactly my point. I've, as, mu- as, as, as much as I was 6 out yeah. of 10 on the commission, God damn it, yeah. I was at the commission. Yeah, you that's 100%. People said I ran away. I didn't run away. I had to leave because of different... 100%. And, and I've come and, and now, how am I supposed to explain to you? So I'm sitting here, you know, yeah. and, and people will say, yeah, but, you know, um, they always want me to advise my old... Why, why don't you advise them to... People take different strategies when it comes to to, to how they approach the legal framework. To be honest, framework. I don't think you could ever advise your dad. Your dad is a very astute politician. But that's, that's the point. I actually said it a few days ago and, and, and I said... Dude, what am I going to teach him? First yeah. of all, he's my father. He's an elder to me. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah. you know, um, flat out. And secondly, he's played the game. Who am I to advise him? Yes, I can have a discussion and yeah. say, you know, let's look at doing something differently. But yeah. for me to say, hey, chief. Hey, listen here, my, my man. Let's go. I'm, I'm coming man. to pick you up tomorrow morning. We're going to, <laughs> to the high court. I'll represent you. Know, and it's just like. Uh, uh, I must say, dog, I, I must. Hey, you know, state capture will show you things. It only comes in small nuggets. <laughs> But when he, when he kicked down from 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 Bramfontein, I was like, with the timeline is back again. The timeline is back. And then I also, I love, whoever does the PR for your dad, God bless them. To hit those statements out at 11.35 at night when we're all asleep or watching UEFA. Ah, I must give that guy a round of applause. That guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. I love that. So my, my thing is simple. I've, I've, I've faced whatever adversity, whatever allegations, and I'll mm-hmm. continue to. Um, I haven't run away for this. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I you're course, here. So. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? So for people to say, yeah, yeah that's a, I've, I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it's the end of the road. Mm-hmm. People are going to say what they're going to say and, and mm-hmm. I'll approach it the way I need to approach it. Yeah. That's why when I say there's things that are in the past, it's, I want to move on, move on and say, how are we, how are we progressing from this point? 
And do you have a plan? Always got a plan. Oh, even if I don't have a plan, oh, then you're just gonna say it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always come, win. It's, it's come to my favorite part of the show, right? Yes. I generally ask my guest to ask me any question, but I think that will be a bit pointless. I mean, you can take up that option if you want to, but is there anything that you want to get across, bro? Because yep. I feel like a lot of people, when they speak to you, they have every question to ask. And I'm sorry, I don't have any <clears> listeners or callers that call through and be like, oh, Sammy, you don't ask about this. You don't ask about that. I only have so much time, guys. Also, I only have so much brain power. Also, I get tired. <laughs> why, are you, why are you putting this obligation on me? Phone your favorite. I keep on saying phone your favorite journalist, guys. <laughs> they will help you. They will find a way to contact this guy. You can ask him yourself. He doesn't have social media, so uh, uh, sorry for you. But <laughs> sort it out yourself. It's come to my time. Do you want to ask me anything? Do you want something to say? Because I feel like they don't give you that platform to say uh, something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, if, if I may. You if it's may, okay sir. You may, Both, sir. I'd like to ask okay, you something. Well, and I'd it. like to say one or love two it. things as well. The first one is... And I'm just throwing this back, uh, the ball back in your court. Right? Please. Your experiences mm-hmm. you know you semi arif we've got it but you are aligned to what is probably the most one of the most famous or infamous families that have existed in the south african mm-hmm. um dispensational mm-hmm. after 94 the sheikh family yeah your experiences growing up and the challenges that the i won't say they that you guys have gone through mm-hmm. because you've had Similar issues yeah. in the past. And, you know, you, you do have a big family. You have very astute, very experienced um, uncles and aunties um, who've, who fought the battles. And, you know, they're still relevant in the system in their, mm. in their own ways. Um, to be honest, only really one of them, eh? It's like my Uncle Mo is the guy. Other yeah. guys, they just pitched up at Lutuli House afterwards. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Wait, 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 were you there when, 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 when Uncle Shabir was beating people with a golf club? at the? Hey, my man, we I'm heard about saying, it. Is that your backstop? Is that, is that your guy? <laughs> that was my backstop. <laughs> you know, someone actually came up to me once, bro. And you mentioned it because you talk about like families and the experiences that you have from a, from a political family. And I wouldn't go necessarily because... My uncle Shabs is my dad's half brother. They look exactly the same. Yeah. But handsome guys. Handsome guys, bro. Handsome guys. And charming. Charming. No, no, for real. True and story. I just realized that when I was in matric and my uncle got convicted, I remember the teachers giving me a day off at school because I was hounded by like guys going, Oh, your uncle's a oh, criminal. Man. Oh my God. You, know, you go home and as a kid, you're just like, and I say like 16, 17, you're still a kid. You've, I've only really formulated opinions in my later 20s, you know? So you go like, that's a shit feeling. It is. But yeah, back to back That to, feeling, let me yeah. just put it into perspective. Some of us have been having that feeling from around 96, 97 up until now. Yeah, it must get to you. It hasn't stopped, you know? And it's it's one of those things where it's consistent. Um, that's why, that's why when, I, when I speak about it, people think I'm being insensitive. I'm saying, guys, this is not a new thing. It's coming along and it gets tiring. You know, mm. um, if you're going to convict a guy for, uh, or myself, let me yeah. speak for myself. If you're going to convict me for whatever allegations and then do it, mm. but don't arrest me and not have your, your, your ducks in a row. Yeah, it's, it's hard you know, to dangle a carrot in front of you. 100%. And then... This process, and you, you affect us, you affect our livelihood. Yeah. You affect our persona. I mean, take it today, bro. We went to go buy water. You don't have a card. Straight up, yeah. Like, you can't go to a bank. I was glaying hard. I was 
showing off with my cap you take. Pull it out like, like show, I was like, phew, take this. You pull that take card this. out like Zorro. Yeah, it's got, it's got 150 <laughs> rand on it. Like, but pay for the 27 <laughs> rand 44 cents water. And I still looked at my guy, I was like, yo, I know you're a zoomer, but this one's on me, okay? <laughs> they're never going to they're never gonna find a way to blame you for this water. You didn't steal the water. I've got it. It's all on I'm me. saying, do you know you, what you've just done is you've put us in, in the firing line. I'm, I'm sorry, Doc. You've just what what happened with, with, with Uncle Shabir and yeah. Jason <laughs> No, I'm, I'm Look, sorry. This is Doc. the beginnings of a, a generally <laughs> yes. corrupt relationship. Yes. <laughs> this is what I wanted. This was the whole point of my interview. To cement myself. <laughs> what does every politician need? An Indian guy to back them up. Straight, of course. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Wrong guy though. No money. No money. Just vibes. Um, but yeah, so continue. Yeah, so so it's 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 one of those things and people don't understand the effect that it has and it's fine then it's not for them to understand but people need to 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 also get get into perspective that we're human beings at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you know we've we've got lives lives that we lead we've got families that um we support and have supported us in in the past and things get to us you know so when people look at us and you know the first thing people say ah but you're busy enjoying your life and it's like no dude you're not you, you know you 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 were not there when my accounts are closed. You're not there. And, you know, I'm not trying to, it's, it's not, I'm not finger pointing or anything, but mm. I'm just trying to say, I'm a person that takes the good with the bad. You know, if you're going to throw the mud at me, mm-hmm. you've also got to point out the, 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 the shortcomings that are not, you know, that are, are unfair to mm. me as well. You know, so we can have a, a proper conversation and say, you know what, as much as this has happened, as much as we, we have seen that you've been accused of A, B, yeah. C, and D, you've stood your ground, you've gone through the process. You've been arrested, charged, charges have been dropped. You've appeared here and there. Guys, can we tell the story? Because it's, 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 it's a story that's, that's at that point. Right mm. now, I'm a free man. That's why I'm sitting here. Mm. And people are acting like I'm still, no, there's nothing. Yeah. If new charges come, new charges come and we'll deal with it. Mm. You know? So it's just, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's human nature and it's cool. We understand that. Bro, if you um, don't have anything else. Thank you for being here. No. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, ask man, a question. Take it away, Doc. Take Yo, it away. Take it away, Doc. I'm, is, I'm, I'm ready. What? I can answer most things. Capture. This is easy. Yeah. Capture the stable. We'll capture the studio. You hey. know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that was a hey, joke. Please, joke. DCJ Zondo, joke. please do not email me. <laughs> but I can't tell you, bro. Uh, you know, sometimes I just apply to the state of capture inquiry just yeah. for NJ's sake. So go like, hey, do you guys want to hear? I've watched everything. <laughs> I know oh, I can break so it many out. things. I can, I can break it down for you. Executive summary. Okay. I just, I just, because I want to be like, hey guys, guys, I just want Advocate Hoffmeyer. Advocate Hoffmeyer, please, please stop shouting at me. <laughs> These are the things <laughs> I want to say. Also, who's the sound engineer for this gig? You can't put a sign up that says move mic close to mouth. <laughs> Why does the DCJ have to say this all the time? Plus, I've got the perfect handkerchief to wipe the sweat from my eyes because you know they put the spotlights on the people. Like it is in here. Hey, my man, I can't tell you. If you can organize a way for me to be at state capture, maybe put my name in a document in Yana. I'll give you my ID number. Brown envelope. Yeah, me, I want to be, I cannot tell you. There's nothing I want to, there's two, play, two things I want to work in. One is gift of the givers. Because they do some great work. For sure. And I, I want to... State capture. I want to be there. I want to be... I, that's why when they extend yeah. the data, go, okay, I've got time. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the corner street. I stop bribing you know, people. You know, we, we, you know I, I say what I say in jest. You know, state yeah. capture, we understand that there's issues that need to be resolved. Mm. Um, and whatever bodies that are instituted to deal with those issues, they must do their mm. work, you know. Um, when I speak, I speak from my own personal experience. Yeah, we understand that. And that's it. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not mocking yeah. the, 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 the state capture inquiry yeah. and... The issues that exist around the the, yeah. um, the reasons why the, the the commission was set up, but the one thing that I want to say mm. um, before before I leave, just um, 
just to put one or two things into perspective, you know, so people just... Oh, I've got such a banging question that popped into my mind, though. You can ask, you know, before you forget it, because I know yeah, what I'm going to say. Do you think there was state capture? Do I think there was state capture? Yeah. There's been state capture. It's it's existed. That's what aboutism. I, I know state capture no, no, existed no, no, no. before, you, but I want to know, do you think currently what the what the inquiry is looking for do you think that that's that is state capture and here, do you think they'll find it no why why i say that mm. um is if if we're serious about digging into the issues of corruption where it exists who's mm. part of it mm. we need to turn the table over completely it can't be done in in a segment it can't be done in isolation with regards to everything that's happening everything else you know once again i'm not sitting saying yeah because I'm being charged and investigated, what about Simi? No, mm. it's not what I'm saying. But if we're saying, guys, there's issues of state-owned enterprises, mm. of um, um, favoritism in whatever form, sh- mm. way, shape, or form that it, it, it exists, the timeline needs to be the timeline. Because if you think you're going to deal with state capture based in the in the period of five or ten years, mm. come on. Okay, good question. But now yeah. back to finally, yeah. this is the longest last segment ever. But <laughs> I'm so in it because I can see my guy has something to say in his yeah. eyes. No, no. From my side, what 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 has led me to to, to this point to say I want to be? A, I've always been a person that I prefer being part of a, of a solution than being the guy that's always talking about the problems, mm. right? This I've taken a look around. I'm sure you have as well. And every time I've taken a look around, it's like yo, no one is stepping up. I'm not saying no one mm. like I'm now. Now you're superhero. The no, it's not what I'm saying. When I'm saying, you know what, there's an opportunity. As much as there are all these issues that exist, it's an opportunity that exists in South Africa today to get things right, to reset the way we look at things and the way we think, our attitudes, our mind frames, uh, the way we engage each other, to redistribute. Mm. Right? There's a lot of things that need redistribution, not just the wealth, mm. ideology, um, uh, humanism. Um, we, need a, we need a spiritual revolution up in this mm. mofo. Oh, wow. Mofo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a bad man. <laughs> I'm a bad man. <laughs> I'm a man. bad man. Okay. And then, uh, and then to, to, to rebuild. Mm. You know, people, people think that we are a few steps away from um, the, what can I say, the feces hitting the ceiling. Wow. <laughs> um, well, you said mofo, but now you can't say <laughs> shit hits the fan. <laughs> Wild. Um, we're there. Right. And it was always going to happen. I don't care what people say. And the reason I'm saying that is, and as you said earlier on, South Africa is a very special place in the world. The yeah, level it's also of, the most unequal country in the correct. world. Correct. The, the level, and, and that's exactly the level of inequality. And, and exactly, we, you know, if you look at something like the way the lockdown was, was, was instituted, in my view, and I've been, um, I've, I've said it on, on, on record that I think it was wrongfully managed. Hey, my man, yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, but because you have Netflix. And, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Time, yeah. and, and, and most times we can't take what is done in Europe, mm. in 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 um, parts of, of Asia, mm. Far East, um, North America, and and and, 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 and implement it here. Yeah, doesn't work like that. It'll work in certain sections, mm. but otherwise, it may not. Down the line, we've seen it, and those problems are still yeah, going to catch people, up. There are lots of people that suffered from right. that. So that the inequality thing is is is, is the main. But reason. But I mean, why. I don't think. I mean, like that's it's also a bit harsh because I mean. Nobody really had a plan. There wasn't like a modus operandi. No, for me, I'm clear. Lock down the borders. So 
um, stop the, the, the and it's also not like China was sharing their plans. It wasn't <laughs> like like yo guys, you know what you want to see how we fought. No, it. but we we can do it. We we've got we've got the right to do it. We've got the right to do it. I just love it because every single time my guy speaks and someone walks past and they see and they notice him, he does this thing with his hands, the praying hands emoji, and he greets them. He's like yo, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then I just want to look if the, if the people also go, yeah, that is him. That, <laughs> that is him. Because <laughs> maybe they're going someone else. Maybe like ah, this guy's speaking to Lungi and Gidi. Yeah, how's the IPL going, my man? Mr. Arif, what do you want me to do? <laughs> no, but my you man. Want me to do this? Please, I don't have enough fans. You want me to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. No, sorry. So sorry, I, I need sorry. to make this point. I yeah, know, make I'm, your I'm point, doc. Yeah. So, um, locking down the borders, of course, mm. stem the spread from coming in. Mm-hmm. That is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Within the country, you cannot tell people you can't get up to go to work. Can't do that. Yeah, it was tough there. Manage it, right? Okay, social distancing in, in, in your modes of mm. transportation at the workplace, sanitize, mask, all that. Cool. Mm. But you can't tell people that depend on that day they wake up. Yeah. That earning, translating to what is put on the table, the food that's yeah. put on the table. That's, you can't do that. You know what I love the most about lockdown, bro? Made everybody a Muslim girl. There was a curfew. <laughs> you had to cover your face when you went out in public. <laughs> people, I felt people got closer to Islam. That's what so, I felt. <laughs> we, we're, in, we're, in the middle, we're in the middle of a, a war. Right. And a it's war raging. on what? Right? A war on what? A war on terror. Bro, you're sounding no. like, you, no. <laughs> like an iPhone versus Android. What is this war? No, we were in the middle of a war. You know, we, Are you we, talking about a political war? We're talking about a political and mainly an economic war. We're in the middle. We yeah, but we've been in an economic like downfall for over a decade. Yeah, downfall and a war are two different things. Why I say this is purely because of how politics is now directly in, in, um, in confrontation with... Um, mm. Um, the commerce, you know, yeah. that, that runs the country, so the economy. And the reason I say that is, if you look at what's happening, nothing is happening in isolation. Mm. Um, if you look at um, things like the step aside rule, um, uh, you know. Hey, but guys. guys must step aside, Joe. That's, if you are, if you're corrupt, I mean, it's easy. Yeah, but I, you, I can't say, sorry. Sorry, no stress. I can't say, Mr. Aris, step aside because you're corrupt. How? No, no, no. This is what you did. You oh, but if there's, if there's, maybe if there's prima facie evidence, Guys, I'll step aside. If I'm caught, if I'm bopard, oh, my man, I kicked down. But now, there's a difference between being bopard and being... Um, um, uh, Assumed to be bopard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two different... Because now, if, if I say to you... Hey, yeah, G, but also... Now, I'm going to step aside knowing I didn't do it. Yeah, but... How does that work? So, every now, everything is not... Now, we're just charging each other up, up and down. But, you know, that's not, that's not, the, that's not the point. That's, that a good, that's a good move, though. If you guys are thinking about trying to do that on my podcast, trying to make me step aside, it's not happening. But I understand what you're saying. But I think also when I was listening to Kai FM with Seizwe, hey, see the fans. Hey, the fans are here. Hey, hello. I hope they take photos of me also. And I, hope, I also hope they go like, should be a shake's back. <laughs> you see, there's my guy. Hey, yeah, I'm taking a photo. What up, dog? I hope he knows who we are, though. I, honest to God, I think you, you only take a photo of you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. Caesar said it nicely. Wait, chief, you take okay, 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 chief. Okay, go, go through, go. Sorry, we interrupted. Complete, by the, complete. By the, yeah, the, the wonderful family outside. Yeah. We appreciate. So you don't agree with the step aside rule? I completely don't agree with it. Okay. You know, if if you if you're going to step aside, you need to be. You know, the burden of 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 proof is on the accuser. Yes. Innocent until proven guilty. What happened to that? Yeah, you can't just be walking around. But don't you think the bonus mores of society also change sometimes? Sometimes this innocent until proven guilty thing is, gets in the way. How? Firstly, let's use the... I don't... Like, I hate... Because I hate using rape or se- sexual assault. Okay. Right? 
believe the victim, right? Not the accused. Because the accused would use the argument of like, hey, guys, listen, I'm innocent until I'm proven and guilty. And what about the false enemy? I'm not trying to make light of yeah, that's I'm, it's, a serious, it's a serious thing. But, but I'm saying that maybe society now needs to deal with a different legal bonus mores of that. Maybe they need to say like, okay, cool. There's certain things that are innocent until proven guilty. And yeah. other things so there's, there's, a, there's a book that um, was recommended to me. and I'm The Holy shout. Quran. And I think, you should, <laughs> I think you should read it. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Um, yeah, the book. It was actually recommended to me by a gentleman. His name is Kaya Young. Mm. Sure Kaya. Yeah. So I don't know him personally, but I yeah. But I'm, I'm giving him a shout out because yeah. he's he's the one that recommended yeah. this book. Shout out Kaya! Please also respond to my emails about having <laughs> you on the podcast. There's no, no better time for me to ask that. Straight up, the book they recommended is a book called The End of Power. Mm-hmm. Um, the author is a gentleman named Moises. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing correct. M O I S E S. Naim N A I M. He's Chilean, I think. Mm. Um, so he, he right now, what he does is he travels around the world and he advises governments mm. and institutions on various issues. Mm. But what the book is, uh, what it details, um, is how absolute power is no more. Yes. And the reason why absolute power is no more over the period of history of mankind and how mankind has engaged yeah. in, in human and, and, and public and private interactions has caused a spiral out of control for what power is. And that would be in the in the sense of economic power, corporate power, and political power. As a matter of fact, as well as in within personal relationships. So things like a as you've spoken about, um sexual assault, yeah. um assault and, and how that has affected workplaces, um corruption, yeah, um fraud, um malfians, whatever it is that exists in um in in um, in the corporate and environment on how that has watered down the power that a CEO would have, has watered mm. down the power that a, a, a chairman of the board would have, mm. um, has watered down the power that a president of a country or, yeah, would have. or whatever would have. Why? Because all these things that have happened have all gained critical mass to where we're sitting today and no one can have that absolute decision to make yeah. or shouldn't because of these Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton type mm. situations um, and other things that, that may have happened. So the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning that is because I feel like that is where we are today. And this is when I speak about the warfare that's happening. We don't hear the bombs going off. There's no tanks rolling around, but there's a raging war in the background that is happening. Everything from the step aside, which speaks about how the judiciary is set up mm. and how the judiciary has come as one of the pillars mm. that are relevant to our society. And the role that they play and how... But a very important role. Very important role. But um, how the judiciary is affecting politics and and, and commerce. Mm. Um, And and the reason I'm saying that is as much as the judiciary is important, we're all human beings, Mm. right? Judgments are quoted. They become part of the... Yeah, it's legal precedent. Yeah, 100%. And if a legal precedent is is a wrong legal precedent, and then what? But that's why you have courts of appeal. That's why you have a constitutional court which have like... 12 minds that will look at okay, it. Okay, so now let me pose a question to you now. What do you, okay, so, I've been waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. so if, if, if I'm sitting in and, and I say, um, through my experiences, I feel like my constitutional rights have been infringed, would you agree with that? Infringed I, upon? Yeah, I support it. Yeah, so how can And I, then you take, it on, you take it on appeal, right? Or you're saying that, are you just saying that your constitutional rights, you feel they are infringed? Yes. Well, then I'd say get a lawyer so you find out No, more. but now the thing is, how do you attack, attack the problem? Because this is one of the reasons I'm trying to, to get to is, if I speak about bank accounts closure. Yeah. Okay. 
politically exposed um, yeah. person or politically influential and person. And banks don't give you a bank account. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, right, um, yeah. Uh, reservation of rights. Yeah. Those are the reasons I've been given. I'm just being open. There's nothing else. So mm. I'm stuck with that. How but you have lawyers, bro. I've got lawyers. Yeah, so I'm saying so they can fight it legally for you. Fight it legally? Yes. How? Starting where? So they would go first? They've told me, Chief. For example, now. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that there's no civil case they, with no precedent? I mean, I, haven't, yes, I don't practice, I don't practice law. But yeah. I'm sure that Neither this do I, is... Neither I, mean, this is a Yeah, but screen. I'm sure this is a legal thing. It's a, I'm it's, saying I don't think that you're... <clears throat> There's no recourse, so there's no options what, that you have. But why my, my my thing is, well, I'm just trying to keep it as simple yeah. as possible. My accounts shouldn't be closed. I agree with right. you. If you're not convicted of anything, Correct. your accounts shouldn't but be yeah, closed. As a matter of fact, if I had to walk, there's many banks out here. If I had to walk yes. in now with you. I know, like I go. said, I bought the water. You know what I I'm saying? I bought the water. <laughs> my man is poor. You don't Straight have up, money. Unbanked. <laughs> I form part yeah. of the unbanked majority. Yeah. That's just the truth. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is there's, there's, there's those sorts of things that happen. Um, Dr. Iqbal Sudwe with um, uh, with the independent, independent media, media accounts being cl- what the hell is that about so what really I'm saying not my is, favorite guy though uh, look for me it doesn't matter yeah. all I'm saying is there's legal precedents being being set and there's there's, there's there's people's rights being infringed upon right I'm not saying love him don't like him but it, do you uh, need Desmond Dubé's number because I feel like no, no, maybe no, you're not, not getting all. the right counsel here no 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 what, what I'm saying what I'm saying is there's, there's a system and yeah. as much as there was an, a system that existed historically that in, yeah. institutionalized certain behavior. Yeah. We're sitting at a, at a point where that system still exists. And that's why I speak about this, this, this warfare that is raging. And if we do not resolve these issues, yeah. we're going to have a problem. You and me will not be able to sit here and have this conversation without people walking past and smashing these windows. Why? Because the level of desperation based on the people that are in positions of power right now who are supposed to have done certain things, yeah. and we can't leave it all in their hands. And that's why we're saying, we're stepping up to say, we need to do this. We need to be able to say, guys, you guys have, have tried. You've had some wins. You've taken some L's. But we cannot allow you, as people that have, you're not fit for purpose. And fit for purpose is, you fought a liberation struggle. We respect you for what you've done. Um, you've done it very well. But, but it's time to go. You know, no, that's just a we'll draw from, from, from your lessons. But where we are at today, we need a new kind of soldier. That soldier to take the, 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 the battlefield on because, well, to, 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 to place himself on the battlefield to fight that fight. So because we've gone from the politics of liberation in 94 mm. to the politics of race. Right. Yeah. It gets to a point where if you're black, you're expected to vote a black party. If you're white, you're expected to vote a white party. If you're pro-black, it means you're anti-white. Mm. If you're pro-white, it means you're anti-black. And this is the way I want to say, please, guys, don't forget to vote for UDM. Bantu Holomisa deserves to be in a better place, guys. <laughs> that guy is my G. He was a general. Bantu Holomisa. That guy knew what was going on. Mandela loved that guy. That's all I wanted to say. That's big UDM fan over no, here. Shout out UDM. Shout out UDM. Mr. Bantu Holomisa. Yeah. President Mandela loved him. He's the one that kicked him out of the party. Yeah, he's the one that saying. kicked him out of the but party, anyways, though. We'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's exactly know. it. <laughs> so we've, 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 we've gone from the politics of race and we're at the most dangerous place. Yeah. We're at the politics of class right now. Yeah. So it's the haves and the have-nots. We've seen the history repeating itself and mm. why should we let it repeat itself here in South Africa in, in, at this current stage in our history? Because if we do not check this problem today, not tomorrow, now, Chief, we're going to have a civil unrest in this country. Why? Because you are keeping a majority completely out of the system. That's not course. about. Yeah. It's not about you know no because we we have right. you know there's this this fiscal this and that no yeah. if you're not letting 
build mm-hmm. up the build up the, the middle class. Let the black people rise. Okay. No one I is here to take bro. anything yeah. away from people. And yeah, I agree well, why you, say bro. unify? Is and that closes the the inequality gap. Can I tell you? I actually have a solution to one thing. Inequ- oh, this, is the, this is the point. This is the last thing. The last thing. Is, this is, this is, this is, this, no, no, this I is, can feel like I'm being seduced. This is, this is, this is, I've got a ballet paper. In my pocket, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> the unification thing that, 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 that I was speaking about earlier when you asked, yeah, but yeah. you know, is it rhetoric? No. The unification thing is you have on one side, and on one side is not just one political party and the ruling party mm-hmm. as well. You have people that speak about, that, that, that are spewing hate, you know. Um, the reason why we're in this situation is because of them. Yeah, I've seen um, the comments on the State of Capture Inquiry YouTube feed. I've seen them. <laughs> you know, the reason... The RET members are there, my man. It's, you know, RET, you can, you can speak about um, other political yeah. parties, whatever, where people are being made to march up and down in empty stomachs and nothing ever happens. Mm. We're staying away from that. We're saying the one solution that we have, and this mm. is the journey that um, we're embarking on, on, this, on from this point onwards, is we're going to change things. It's going to happen. I don't care what anybody says. You'll mark my words. The change is coming and we are going to be the people that affect that change. Why? It's because we can. I don't need permission to do the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Mm. Um, we want to pull people together. This whole black and white thing, and it's not going to work. If we think we're going to build this country without white people, forget about it. People can write whatever they want in threads. Not going to happen. Mm. And if white people think they're going to build this country or, 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 or keep the status quo as it is and not include black people in, in the economy and 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 raising up their, their mm. um, socioeconomic conditions, it's not going to happen. That time is gone. So we want people to pull together if we're not going to work and get it done. if we're not, Because we're not saying, hey, I'm, I'm not here to say, give me what you have. I'm saying, chief, this yeah. is a situation. These are the laws. Let's fix some of these, these rules and regulations to make it easier, the ease of doing mm. business, the ease of people being involved in, in okay. the economy to come through. That's one. And two, you guys understand the game. We're here to learn. Mm. Some of us understand how certain things mm. work. But for example, now, if, if someone came to me and said, okay, we're going to expropriate land. Here's a 50-acre, uh, uh, 50 50-hectare 50 yeah. farm. Gee, what the hell do I know about farming? Man? That's I'm true. a city slicker. Yeah. The I'm most I'll do, slicker. I'll, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the I most I'll do is probably okay. build something, uh, you know, a property on it. But we do, we do understand the, the power and property relations and okay. and, and, and what, what value land, land um, what the value of land Listen, is. Bro. You know, I could go on forever with you yes. because... Let me take this mic away. <laughs> I feel like you have things to say, but uh, if there's nothing else, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I wish to do it again. We definitely will. I would like to. I mean, I always like hearing opposing views, especially things that I think... If I could speak to someone that thinks differently to me, I can only learn better. Sure. So I like hearing alternative things. I do. Um uh, it sounds so cheesy when people go, oh, I wish you luck on your endeavors. Eh? I hope you have a good, I hope you get a bank card, bro. <laughs> I hope people on, oh, do you know what Uplang is? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's yeah, yeah. Money, money under the mattress. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's my vibe. <laughs> That's my vibe. That can't take card, Uplang bro. Uplang and you're a typical oh, Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? I thought, I, thought, I thought you were different. <laughs> uh, it was lovely to have you, bro. No, it was an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you very much for having me. I, I appreciate the platform. I appreciate the time. I appreciate what it is that you're doing. Thank you. You know, um, if you say not, the same line that you told Mac G, I would be very upset. No, 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 not at all, not at all. You know, it's it's once again people will like, ah, but you know, why did you go into that show? And, yeah, you know, there's a certain as much as what let's say Indian people, mm. the population in in, South, in the South African space is what let's call it three million, two and a half, mm. three million. Um, as much as Indian people are seen as 
just like majority black. They've forgotten. You know, that's just the, that's just the truth. Um, the way things have been uh, been been done, the way um, the society has been set up, mm. and the way it's gone, it's leaving. It's, it's it's dropped a lot of people by the wayside. Okay, one last thing before you go. Yes, sir. Your shout outs, Doc. You send all of your shout outs now. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to. Shout out. Yeah. Shout, shout. I, I like. I like. Out, I, I've never done a shout out thing before, but I just wanted. To, I just wanted to see if you had anybody to shout out. I know from from my side, I I'll, I'll shout out a few people. I'll, sh- I'll shout out my old man. Um, yeah. Love you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll do. Remember, because when when Baba used to come to like Parliament, he used to be mm-hmm. like the guy, the the, the hype man. Come before the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the singer, the, yeah. The, the Shout out Jay Z, my boy. Keep it going. Nah. Hope to, hope you miss out on those two years, G. But if you do it, take a break, take some few good books, you'll be okay, <laughs> my man. Shops. Next shout out. Scrooge, <laughs> No, from my side, no. That was that was I was, I was joking. Um, yeah. My shout out goes to every young person that exists. Anyone that's listening to this. Good, good, good answer. That's a good answer, bro. We are going in thick and fast. Change is coming. Change is here. We're getting this thing done. So if people think that this mm. is a joke, it's not. It's not. Okay. And one last thing. This is my last thing. And after yes. this, I'm going to end. Can you sing some Madonna for me, bro? <laughs> Please. Bro. What are you talking about? Jim? I know you. I saw the video of you singing on a yacht in Dubai. I just want to see if your so voice. Because I couldn't hear. Because I couldn't hear your voice then. <laughs> I just heard Madonna's voice, but I saw you miming the lyrics. I didn't even know the Madonna song to be honest. I was very <laughs> impressed with you. So maybe you can just hit one. I'm, I'm, I'm an old school guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh. I'm, I'm a multifaceted, multicultural. All right, cool, son. You know what I'm well, saying? If you love Kanye, you can be my friend. So, <laughs> Shops, lovely having you. Thank you very much, sir. Good one. Semi Arif joins us in studio. He knows more than you can imagine. Is President Barack Obama a Muslim? Because you know it's going to be a zoo. It was already a zoo. Did anything happen while I was gone? Haven't you noticed the whole place is on fire? Let me tell you why you're here. But they can only speak in question. <laughs> Are there side effects or just diarrhea? My first guess is. Semi, semi, semi. Not, not who's there, this guy. Lesser known somebody's. somebody's.